This episode of the NPC Podcast contains discussions of topics that may be upsetting to some listeners. Content warnings can be found in the description. Welcome to the non-player character podcast, a video game podcast with character. This is the pocket-sized 80th episode of the best video game podcast with character. I am your returning host, doing an amazing job with the intro, NPC Paul, and it's great to have the podcast back. No offense, Leonard, you did an amazing job, but I don't know, I just feel happy in the host chair. With me... As always, larger than life and the light of mine. A personality bigger than the podcast itself. Katie. How's it going, Katie? That confused me because Kent's not here. And I know. Oh, you thought I was talking about Kent? The light of your life. Oh, well. well. God, and I was going to be so mean to you, too. But then you <laughs> said that, and now it just. I'm just so nice, right? Yeah. <laughs> And I'm wearing the Red Dead shirt just to remind you That's what I was gonna be that we're going to be making fun of me because of it. But we will get to that later because I have to introduce the NPC who, after starting his own streaming and OnlyFans, is way too big for this podcast, Leonard. How is it going, Leonard? I get like two to three views a stream. That is more more viewers than I get on my streams. So You don't even... You stream? No, I don't. Exactly. But... You can grow. And Danny would love to have a, a conversation from you. Danny from our lovely sister podcast, Dazed and Disturbed, would love to have a conversation with you. But we will get to that later because I had to introduce somebody, the handheld NPC, whose enthusiasm for this podcast is growing bigger every day. It's Jeremy. How's it going, Jeremy? Hello, guys. I'm back. Hello, hello. You sound Thank you for the uh, oh. You sound better than ever, Jeremy. I gotta say. Hey, you know what? Thirty five dollars can get you a lot on Amazon. So uh, shout increase. out, uh, shout out, Leonard's OnlyFans. Thank you, Leonard. <laughs> budget increase. Yes, there was a slight budget increase, and we gave a little bit of that uh, to Jeremy and to no one else. Sadly, two NPCs could not make it today. Dan and Kent, they can't be with us today because they had a small accident with a shrink ray, but uh, they should be better next week. It's honey, I shrunk the NPCs. So we are going to start this podcast like we do every time, and that is talking about what games we're playing. And then we're going to go on to news because we have some serious fucking news that we need to talk about. And then we have a bite-sized topic for you at the end of the show about handhelds, and I cannot wait to talk about it. But first, as always, we're going to go around the horn and talk about what we have been playing. I want to go first because I've been chomping at the bit, no pun intended, um, to talk and yell about how angry I am at Rockstar Games for fucking uh, Red Dead Redemption, uh, all of the player base, uh, and specifically the PlayStation player base, the Sony player base. Um, so their new DLC came out, and I hesitate to call it a DLC because it is so tiny, so very, very tiny. Uh, we've been waiting for this for over eight months. Uh, it is technically free, but... Uh, the content in it is basically uh, reskinned content that we already have. You get a whopping two-minute cutscene that introduces the entirety of the content, and the rest of it is no new dialogue, no new missions, no new 
it, it is it is the same gift in a different package, and I am upset about it. Not only that, but like with every update of every game, there are uh, bugs. But these bugs make it so that Sony players can't actually play the game. Anybody playing on a PlayStation 4 or a PlayStation 5 uh, loads into the online, gets to 50%, and it doesn't go farther than that. They are asked by uh, (laughs) Rockstar's just crack team of customer service representatives to clear the cache of their PlayStation systems every time they turn on Rocks, uh, Rockstar Games, which is a lengthy process. It takes about five minutes on a PlayStation 5 and about three minutes on a PlayStation 4 uh, to do that every time you want to play uh, Red Dead Redemption just for a little bit. There are other bugs, but that's the one that's been uh, super affecting PlayStation players because I can't play. I played for about two or three days, and then it started affecting me, and now I am unable to log on. Uh, so I am a very upset cat uh, who does not like Rockstar at all. Thank you. I'm sorry. I have a question. Yes. Did you describe yourself as a cat? I am an upset cat. That was the creepiest thing ever, and I want to leave. It, it was creepier to see it. <laughs> I, I believe it. He's probably wearing his fedora too. No, no, I burned that a long time ago. <laughs> oh, thank God. So, if you guys want to pile on and make fun of me for playing a dead game that is only dying slowly and slower and slower with every patch and update, it's feeling tasteless at this point. That's okay. kind of where we're at. Okay, no, it's I get that. Not... It's the cheap shot. Yeah, it's the it's... low hanging fruit. It's not yeah. even low hanging. It's just kind of on the floor. It's on the ground molding. <laughs> it's, you know, the magpie's already gotten to it, you know, that kind of thing. No, These I get you. Bugs. I get you. Yeah. 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 I, mm, whatever makes you, you know, it's happy. Like, it's like that little kid that you see that's just game beat up and you're like, maybe I should stop. And then your friend's like, hey, that kid like voted for Trump. Mm. And then you you're just, just walk like, away. oh. You now just want to. You don't even want to join in because no, you're just like it. it's yeah. not even worth your time. Yeah, it's no, it. really not worth anyone's time. So instead of playing, what, what's that, Jeremy? Oh, yeah. I, I surprisingly, I don't have any like Red Dead jokes for you today. Okay, All right. I think it's just time to just to move on. Mm. It's yeah. it's just mm. let it go. It's you can't even play sad. it. Let no, it go. No, I know, Jeremy. I completely agree. I have completely. Uh, almost completely uh, let go of rock, uh, Red Dead Redemption uh, and Rockstar in general. Um, they make amazing games uh, that are single player. And once they get online, uh, they stop making games and stop supporting uh, their fan base. Um, it's a sad, sad truth, but that is uh, how money works. So I accept it and have moved on to city builders on the PC, all the city builders all the time, uh, mostly medieval ones, and I am having a a great time and no one gives a shit, so we're going to move on. Katie, what have you been playing? Uh, The Mass Effect trilogy for a friend of mine who's not going to buy it, but is curious about it. Nice. So I'm speed running everything because I've played the games so many times at this point that I know the most efficient playthroughs every single time. Yeah, are you doing uh, like speed running hacks, like uh, no. weird jumps? No, nothing and stuff? like that. I'm oh. just 
okay, do this mission in this order and then this one after this one. And then I move on and I do this one. And then after that, that makes this narrative beat make a little bit more sense. Now we move on to the next narrative beat with the other previous gotcha. mission completed. It's like you're playing story mode. Yeah. In Mass I'm, I'm basically, I've mapped out exactly how to do it. Like, you know, you talk to Rex X so many times and then he gets the mission to go find his family's honor. You go find his family's honor. And then you get to Vermeer. You do that whole confrontation <laughs> with Rex. And it makes a little bit more narrative sense. The same with Tally and the whole guest thing. Like, you figure it all out and everything makes more sense later nice. down the line. Nice. Well, I mean, at least it's a it's a solid remake of a game or a remaster of a game. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't this the third time you're playing the remaster? Ooh. Fourth? I wish it was just the third. What is it? Let's move on to the next NPC. You got it. Leonard, I want to know what you've been playing. I know you haven't been feeling quite yourself recently, but video games always make a life a little better. So I hope that you've been playing something. What was it? Yeah, I've been playing uh, GTA V's new update. Son of a bitch! Uh, What's up? <clears throat> yeah, I played GTA V's new update. God damn it! Um, you know, uh, it's a fun, better version of what uh, Rockstar makes of a specific other game. <laughs> Okay. Um, All right. Yeah, I deserve that. It's it's pretty good. Um, the update's actually pretty decent. They added more cars. They added uh, <laughs> more heists. And the best part is, I think what's really enjoyable is the fact that they made it free, somewhat. Which I mean, most of the updates are free. Right. But it's more the fact that like you have to buy a car shop, which usually you don't. You think you'd have to pay for stuff like that, but no. This time you. You don't have to. And uh, besides that, I played a little bit of Destiny 2 by myself, and God, that was depressing. And uh, It's a weird game played, to play by yourself. I'll, I'll, yes, yeah. it is. And uh, I played Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Oh, okay. And that was it. Have they patched anything uh, in, in Kakarot? Like, um, like dialogue stuff? or Not really. Not really. Not no. that I can think of or remember. Okay. But uh, I'm I'm starting from the beginning all over again. So got it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, uh, uh, Kakarot's definitely a good story. Um, I just know that there are a lot of weird uh, audio bugs and uh, things like that. Um, mostly like voice voice lines uh, in cutscenes being played uh, multiple times, uh, and. Uh, I know that it's sort of annoying to hear the like Gatagun uh, three million times while you're fighting Vegeta. You mean Gallic Gun? Do I mean that? Yes, you do. All right. Well, whatever. I'm ashamed of you. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Leonard, I'm glad that you're playing the GTA and having fun with that. Um, it angers me that uh, that uh, that exists, and Rock, uh, Rockstar just does not care about Red Dead. Anyway, Jeremy, what have you been playing? So, um, I've actually been playing a handful of stuff, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, To go really fast, I'm currently mad at MLB The Show, so I have not been playing MLB The Show. I'm mad at him. Is it it RBI? I I have not. I have been playing Mario Golf Super Rush. I've been playing Pokemon Unite which is a new free-to-play Pokemon game on the Nintendo Switch, and it's extremely addicting. Um, Rocket League, Skate 3, and I've been playing Grand Theft Auto V since, you know, the update works and everything I can load in. 
And, you know, there's that, that new cool DLC that actually, you know, works. It is it's cool. Okay, I see what's jab, happening jab, now. Jab, jab. <laughs> well, I'm <laughs> glad you're having point. fun. It's super fun. Mm. Uh, so, Skate 3, uh, I wonder if there's a reason why you're playing Skate 3. There's a possibility. Okay. There's a possibility. All right, maybe we can talk about that in a little bit. Um, okay, so uh, if you explained to us what uh, angered you about MLB, would we, one, care, and two, understand? Um, if I put it in terms, like, like non-sports like terms, absolutely. Okay. Um, yes, try and, so, try and industry this. <laughs> so MLB The Show came out with a new update since it's All-Star Week. It's where all the best of the best players play games and they hit home runs and they there's like like a celebrity game. It's, it's fun to watch. Fun. They came out with a free DLC download content basically that you can basically stack your entire team up with 98, 99 overall players for free. Oh, okay. And so and, like don't get So it's sort of like it's sort of like cheating or it's sort of like uh they have now completely destroyed the meta of the game. Exactly. So basically like the the thing I love about Emma with the show is that you could literally make your own team on how you see fit with specific players that you like. Yes. Now it's it's not fun now because now everyone has these 98 99 overall superstars and it's just it's it's not fun. Got it. And it doesn't make it special. Like if the game is at the end of its end, end of its time, I get it. Release all the free players for fun. It's like I get it. But like it's way too soon the game just came out and now it's everyone's just loading up on them and it's just not fun. So yeah. I'm mad at them. Okay, that makes sense. Kind of a little bit. I didn't care too much, but it made sense. I appreciate that. <laughs> so we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we have a whole bunch of news. We hope you stick around. Bye. Hear ye, hear ye, the Non-Player Character Podcast presents What It Is Like to Play Player Unknown's Battlegrounds By Yourself Okay, okay, where do I drop? Where am I gonna drop? Um, yeah, here, here, that looks good, okay. All right, all right. Looks pretty lonely out here. I'll go, go raid some stuff. What do I got here? A pistol. All right, all right. Oh, oh, shit! I'm dead. And now, what it is like to play Player Unknown's Battlegrounds with friends. 
So how do you fire? How do you, I don't know where, 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 And now, what it is like to play Player Unknown's Battlegrounds with ducks. Welcome back, everybody, and it's time for News Leonard. As we do every single week, I am so happy to hear about the kind of news that you bring us. So tell me, Leonard, what kind of news do you have for us? The type of news that um, everyone is aware of, that people may not be happy with uh, the product, but hey, at least it's got a better screen and better quality of it. And that is Nintendo news. I'm not going to stream my voice because <laughs> I don't feel like doing that right now. That's fine. That's fine. I understand. It's sort of a chill Leonard we have this this podcast episode, and I appreciate that. All right, Leonard. So break it down. What happened? Uh, basically, to be honest, there's not a whole lot of news. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Nintendo it, news. I understand um, it. They just dropped a couple of uh, pretty heavy-hitting games. Um, some on mobile, some on Switch. So I understand that the the news would be kind of dry. Yeah. Um, one of the big ones, two of the big ones, sorry, three. Uh, Mario Golf came out. Yep, yep. Pretty fun. It's a very entertaining game. Uh, it's different from the old Nintendo GameCube Mario Golf, which if some of you are looking for that, it's going to be a little bit different. Yeah, which is why I'm not going to buy it. It's still pretty fun. In my opinion, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, next topic would be the Legends of the Skyward Sword yes. HD. Yes, um, they did change a lot of the graphic updates, making it a little bit better. Okay. Um, they also made things a little bit easier, which is nice. Like finding keys or finding certain items, they made it a lot easier, and they made the control of the Loftwing, which is your bird, yeah, uh, significantly easier. That's always an important thing to do. Um, yes. if, if your mode of transportation in a video game is not good, um, a la Cyberpunk 2077, uh, the first thing you should do if you're remastering it or even patching it for that matter is fix that problem. Yeah, definitely. Um, also, what they did is that instead of using motion controls, you can now use your thumbstick, which uh, personally I've only had the experience of using the thumbstick. And it is very interesting to say the least. Um, it's it may it might be just because of my Joy Cons that maybe I'm experiencing the Joy Con drift as we speak. Uh-oh. 
Um, but it is still very decent. Like maybe I just need to get a controller and actually try it again. But it seems pretty good. The it's it's a little confusing at first, but luckily the game teaches you how to use these things instead of just saying, Nope, you just gotta learn yourself. Okay. So okay. that's always a big plus. That is good. Good tutorials are always a welcome sight. Uh, did yeah. you ever play um, uh, Afro Samurai on the PlayStation 3? Uh, I never did, sadly. Okay. Because when I saw uh, Skyward Sword playing on the Switch, I was uh, on, specifically on the uh, the joysticks. I was like, it kind of looks like Afro Samurai. But um, if you haven't played it, you wouldn't understand what I'm trying to get at. So uh, if anybody knows, please let me know because... I, I loved Afro Samurai. That was a really fun yes, game. Yes, hit us up on Twitter at... The NPC Pod. Exactly. And also, you can find us on Instagram you at... can. The NPC Pod. Hey. There you go. It's both. I like that. Thank you, Jeremy. I appreciate it. And uh, the last bit of Nintendo news is Pokemon Unite. Uh, yes. Jeremy did talk about it. I forgot to say that I've also been playing literally two of the games that came from Nintendo or three of the games from Nintendo. <laughs> Great. Um, Pokemon Unite, the basic way to say it is if you want to play League of Legends, but you don't want to put in the time for League of Legends. Interesting. I've always and wanted to try a MOBA, but it, it seems like the, the bar to entry to play MOBAs uh, uh, is a little bit too high for me. Yeah, but it's it, it's, it's good a pay to see to play the play game though. Oh, pay to play, hundred percent. How much? So I don't know exact numbers, but from every single review that I read about the game, it's one hundred percent a pay to play game. It's very similar to like Battlefront Two when it first came out. Ah, oh, okay. Sad. No, I'm sad. It's a fun game. Okay. Pay to play. Okay. Um, anything else, Leonard, from your wonderful Nintendo news segment? Um, no, that was it. That was all of the uh, Nintendo news. Um, it's kind of quiet yeah. on the Nintendo front. Yeah, that means Nintendo's uh, obviously working on something. So They always do, don't they? They always do. All right, so we're going to move on. Uh, Jeremy, I know um, you have something to bring to us and it's probably having to do with some sort of physical activity game a uh, sport game as they call it uh so what was it again mr jeremy so i have a handful small handful of things but i'm going to save the best for last because i'm going to drop the nuke on everyone okay sounds good um fifa it's a uh, one of the most well-known soccer games they are going free to play in fifa 23 interesting um, their biggest competitor, Pez Football, they changed their name to <laughs> eFootball, and their latest game is free to play. Okay, um, interesting. It's <laughs> eFootball. That's no a sense. really dumb name, but I mean, it's Konami, so whatever. Exactly. Uh, money. There you go, Dan. I got you. There you go. <laughs> um, Knockout City, they're getting. Of new DLC on July 27th, labeled Fight at the Movies. Um, it's bringing a whole new Hollywood drive-in map, which is available, and it changes the more you play throughout the game. From like day and nights, it cycles through. Um, speaking about Knockout City, it is free to play until you get to level 25. I did not know that, and that you have to pay 
if you want to continue playing after that, which is an actually really good business model. Uh, does EA put this out? Yes. Okay. It's on their website, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, cool. Called it. All right. Uh, all right. Sweet. So, uh, new DLC for a pay to play game. And uh, uh, that's not surprising. Money. Money. Insert and call. Yeah, yeah. Next on the list, we have breaking news. It's blowing up the internet. It blew up Twitter. It blew up Reddit. It literally blew up your mama's house. No, I'm just kidding. It did it. Oh, I need like a drum roll. Can you have like a drum roll for me? Like, this is your job. EA Skate. They posted some amazing information, and I am excited about it. On July 18th, they posted they will not be attending EA Play Live, but we did get a lot from it. We got a nice little letter from EA basically saying that it is being worked on, that EA does not want to rush through this development of this new skate game. Um, some big, big, big famous YouTubers have also commented on it. They've all, uh, EA also released a somewhat teaser trailer. It's basically them recording some stuff and some kickflips and some straight flips. Um, some YouTubers like Sexy Zeke, um, Avalanche, Skate 3, Tommy, they're all big YouTubers in the Skate 3 community. They've been posting about it, saying how excited they are. Um, I'm finally under the realization and putting my money that it is not going to be a mobile game. It is going to be a current-gen PS5, Xbox Series S and X game. And I am extremely excited about it. I'm too excited about it. Uh, yeah, I am actually just as excited as you are. Um, I'm glad that they're doing this. Uh, so you brought this up on our uh, little NPC Discord. Um, and, uh, you mentioned that you don't think it's going to be a mobile game. Uh, Kent being our video game developer extraordinaire, um, said that, uh, some of the hiring positions that he's noticed, um, are technical specialists and other roles, none of which denote, uh, uh, mobile game positions, uh, which companies gen uh, uh, generally specify in their jobs postings, uh, as that would be a very intelligent thing to do if you're looking for a mobile game developer. So yeah, skate four, or maybe they're just going to go back to skate. Um, will not be a mobile game. It's going to be a full fledged, hopefully $60, $70 purchase. Um, and, uh, I'm glad that they're not showing us what we want to see just because they need to show us. Cause we, we know, we know we're going to buy it. I know I'm going to buy it. Oh, most definitely. Hell yeah. I don't think Katie's you have to buy it. it. Katie, are you going to buy a skate when it comes out? No, no, not a skater. No, no. Okay. I did the real thing, so I didn't really need to play it on a video game. Wow. Wow. Look, we know you know Bob Burnquest and Tony Hawk, but you don't have to <laughs> shove it in our faces every time we talk about skateboarding. <laughs> wow. All right. 
Uh, any other sports news? I know that was your big uh, bomb drop, Jeremy. So I don't. I don't. That think... was that was the big bomb drop. Fantastic. Um, I need to insert my my Dan and Kent because they're yelling at me. Yeah. Um, Kent specifically, he's channeling. Mm-hmm. Um, EA Play Live days ago. It's kind of like their big E3 Expo that they do by themselves. It did happen. Yeah. Um, they made some news as well. There's a new Dead Space remake coming out. Yep. Um, they announced Portal 2042 is going to have a portal mode. It's basically a, I'm just going to say like a Minecraft version of Battlefield. You basically can drop whatever you want. Guns, mm-hmm, weapons, mm-hmm. planes, vehicles. It's kind of like a sandbox. I think it's going to be a sandbox version of it. Yep. Um, Apex Legends is getting an update. Yes, and we're getting is. a brand new racing game called Grid Legends that's coming to console. Great. Great. Grid is apparently a very happy and great uh, series that all the racing fans really like because Need for Speed has been basically turned into Fast and the Furious, the video game, uh, and not a lot of fans of Need for Speed like that. So Grid is their uh, escape. All right. So um, we all kind of need a second because the main news topic that we are going to be talking about is heavy. So not only uh, did you probably already hear a warning at the beginning of the podcast uh, about the content uh, of uh, this podcast, but uh, you will also hear a warning right now from me saying that this is the section um, that uh, is a bit triggering for those uh, uh, in that mindset. Um it's not okay what happened. Uh, we're just going to put that out there right now. None of us here are happy that we have to talk about this. And uh, I actually did a little bit of research before um, uh, today about how many times uh, on our podcast we have had to cover a story like this. Keep in mind, uh, as we have just passed our three-year anniversary uh, and we consistently miss uh, weeks of podcasts. Um, so we've been doing this for about three years now and we have talked about this topic uh this will be the sixth time so keep that in mind as uh we move forward this is a heavy topic um but i think katie if you wouldn't mind sort of leading us to where we are going to be spending our time um i'm sure most people who are video game fans and who exist in any capacity on the internet at this point have heard that the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing um, recently filed a lawsuit against Activision Blizzard for discrimination. Um, I'm going to read some excerpts of that lawsuit just to put out there the gravity of this situation. Um, <laughs> it's, it is pretty heavy. Um, sexual assault and sexual harassment and suicide are mentioned. Um, In one of the filings, it reads, Defendants have also fostered a pervasive frat boy workplace culture that continues to thrive. In the office, women are subjected to cube crawls in which male employees drink copious amounts of alcohols as they crawl their way through various cubicles in the office and often engage in inappropriate behavior toward female employees. Male employees proudly come into work hungover, play video games for long periods of time while work during work while delegating their responsibilities to female employees engage in banter about their sexual encounters, talk openly about female bodies, and joke about rape. In another example, a female employee who worked at Blizzard Entertainment was assigned to a lower level, denied equal pay, 
and passed over for a promotion despite multiple factors that suggested she earned it. Highly rated performance reviews generated significantly more revenue in her marketing campaigns than her male counterpart, and she ran almost twice as many campaigns as her male counterpart. Despite her accomplishments, her male counterpart was invited to have monthly or weekly one-on-one meetings with the vice president. She was not afforded these same opportunities and unsurprisingly was passed over for promotion in favor of her male counterpart. But the truly shocking and twisted part of this lawsuit reads as follows. In a tragic example of the harassment that defendants allowed to fester in their offices, a female employee committed suicide while on a company trip due to a sexual relationship that she had been having with her male supervisor. The male supervisor was found by police to have brought a butt plug and lubricant on this business trip. Another employee confirmed that the female, the deceased female employee may have been suffering from other sexual sexual harassment at work prior to her death. Specifically at a holiday party before her death, male co-workers were alleged to be passing around a picture of the deceased vagina. These are things that as a woman, this is not surprising. It's not shocking. It's not anything that I wouldn't have expected to come out of this industry, but it is disgusting. It is sickening and it is heartbreaking that time and again, no matter how many times a woman, a person of color or any other marginalized group has to speak out against these behaviors in these companies only to be ignored, denied a voice or fired and labeled as difficult to work with and therefore having their dreams taken away from them. As gamers, it is our responsibility to stop fucking supporting these fucking companies when they do shit like that. And we have to acknowledge that shit like this happens and we have to start listening to those voices. Because at the end of the day, your kill streak in Call of Duty matters not at all compared to the suffering, the harm, and the deaths and the blood on these men's hands of these women and mar- other marginalized communities who are begging you to just listen to them. And I need a break. (laughs) Understandable. Um, Yeah. So it is a tragedy that yet again, we have to talk about this yet again. We have to bring up another company who's doing not good. It's fucking 2021. Like we shouldn't, ever have to deal with this, but especially now after everything that we have been through in the past four years. And even prior to that, after all of the growth in other industries that we've seen or the, uh, uh, outreach of, uh, positivity that we've seen in other industries, this in our industry, the video game industry can not be our legacy. And yet time and time again, Across the globe, shit like this happens. Not too long ago, Ubisoft just got through this exact thing happening in their offices in France. Quantic Dream also having to deal with this exact thing. Riot Games also having to deal with this exact thing. The fact that we have to continually talk about this shit is frustrating for me. Because I like to keep this podcast light, and for fuck's sake, these fucking companies are ruining that lightness. Holy shit. 
We need to be better. And from what I'm seeing in Call of Duty lobbies and on TikTok, uh, uh, on YouTube, the gaming community is not doing better. You might be able to look at one or two YouTubers who are having no problems at all. And they might, it might be because of their popularity and the power of their mods on their uh, streaming that they are able to weed out the terrible people so quickly and so that you don't see them. But the smaller streamers, the smaller female gamers who are actually putting in the work and doing what they love to do, they are the ones also getting harassed. That is unacceptable as gamers to do to anybody. So I don't understand why people do it to the girls in this fucking industry. And that's just streaming. If we want to talk about the money end of this, the fact the fact that companies can get away with this for so long, the fact that this had to be filed, it had to be brought before a judge is disheartening. One thing about this filing that um, happened before the filing, to be honest, um, Activision Blizzard, uh, these allegations were cropping up in their offices and they went as most companies do to an outside firm, uh, to have them come in and check to see if any sexual, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm fucking up now. Um, if any, uh, uh, sexual discrimination, uh, et cetera, was happening inside their offices, this third party firm did find an egregious amount of sexual discrimination and sexual harassment happening in the offices of Activision and Blizzard. And Activision and Blizzard did nothing about it. These voices, these powerful women who have to step up and present this case in front of a fucking judge are now being forced to do that because the company that they thought was going to protect them that was going to provide for them and was going to show even a fucking inch of a fuck now have to reiterate all of these things in front of a judge and lawyers who knows how many lawyers and now for everyone else. I hope to God their names stay anonymous because I don't want to fucking imagine what would happen if their names weren't anonymous. So yeah. This is an all too common problem. These are the voices that we are hearing now. These are the voices that are speaking up now. This won't be the last time we talk about this. This won't be the last time we hear about a similar situation. But for fuck's sake, it has to be better. Because I don't want to be a part of an industry where this can happen so easily and so quietly. And I just thank God that the number of women in this industry is growing every day. And maybe... Maybe in some distant future, 
that will matter to the people who are making the games and the people who are playing the games. Okay. I don't know if I just sort of took over that conversation because I'm angry, but if anybody else has anything else to say, please feel free to say it right now. You basically took the cake. No, 100%. I, you and Katie, honestly, they nailed it. It's, like you said, it's 2021. It's fucking disgusting that it even had to get to this point. And it's, it's, disappo- it's a sense of disappointment in the gaming community as well because the sad, the, the sad part is that, yes, this came to light. It's going to go, you know, go to court and everything. There's going to be a settlement. People are going to get in trouble, hopefully jail time. But those companies, the sad part is, is that they're going to sadly be fine. Activision makes Call of Duty. That's going to sell no matter what. You know, World of War, Blizzard has all their other games too. It's just, it's 2021 and it's so disappointing that harassment can go... It's just in the job field in general. I get it. The male, the it's it's video game and the video game community is sadly male dominant, but it's we need to do better. It's 2021 for fuck's sake. We need to do better, and it's just it's yeah. outrageous. Like I don't plan on buying a new Call of Duty. Um, like what I, I, I was like, I, I was looking forward to playing Diablo Four, but not fucking anymore. Um, I can't, I can't support that company. No, I, I, I really can't. I, just, I can't. Um, yeah, I um, just to just to quickly piggyback on what you're saying. Yes, I don't think uh, these companies will be hit uh, by much of a PR uh, anything. It's probably going to be individuals in the company who rightly uh, deserve to be punished. Uh, hopefully, will be punished. One of them is a VP. Uh, so I hope that that uh, uh, hits them in the in the in the pocketbook at least a little bit. Um, depending on how bad it gets. Um, yeah. I also think that uh, we as gamers, we speak with our wallets. Uh, so please continue to speak with your wallet and consider maybe Activision Blizzard is not really worth your time anymore. I mean, hell, they don't have Bungie anymore, so uh, you don't need to buy a first-person shooter from them. Just buy Destiny. It's a better first-person shooter anyway. I do want to add one last thing, and that is just kind of on where this culture comes from and where this this thought process comes from. Because, Paul, you did say a few things regarding like streamers and, and female streamers. And let's be clear, it's all women in gaming, period, regardless of whether or not they're big or small. You can look it up on how many times Pokemon gets asks about her OnlyFans, how many times Valky uh, Ray gets harassed. These are two of like the most well-known, largest multi-million streamers. Sc- subscribers, multi-million followers. And they still get that. They still get that, regardless of what their mods are able to do. And it comes down to accountability. Ultimately, it's accountability because those rich assholes in those offices, the worst that's going to happen is they will be removed from Activision. Let me make that clear. Let me say that again. They will be removed from Activision. They will very likely be able to just hop over to a different studio because that's already happened. A few years ago, 
at Ubisoft, that has already happened. Some of those men moved on to different studios where they continue to get away with whatever the hell they want to. So ultimately it comes down to accountability within your own lobbies. If you're in a lobby and you hear a woman getting harassed, don't just laugh it off awkwardly. It's uncomfortable to stand up and say something, but for fuck's sake, do it. You have to. You have to start taking accountability for yourself because if you're not actively trying to help, then you are just as much a part of the problem as those fucking jabronis. And laughing about them, dunking on them, like after the fact, ooh, great, you've proven that you're you're definitely, you're on the same side, ladies, don't worry. But it does nothing for that woman in that moment to be harassed and have to deal with it on her own all the time. Yeah. Paul, if I can say something really fast, it's important. Okay. Um, Katie, I can hear how upset you are and I personally, I want to apologize. Um, I know you're huge into video games, and I'm going to bet that you probably have also gotten your ordeal online and people like, oh, are you a girl, question mark, and asking stupid questions. And, you know, I have a friend that I play with on Xbox, and she had to make her gamer tag, um, like, not gender-oriented because once people realize oh there's a girl in the party and they have a panic attack and unsolicited messages and now you can send photos and messages and everything um i just i just want to just throw that apology out there because i when i was younger i was stupid and immature and i used to panic and freak out when a girl was in the lobby and it's 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 just it's disgusting i'm really sorry i can like i can hear how upset your tone is and everything and it breaks my heart it's just it's it's 2021 we all just need to do better well i appreciate the apology um i will say like my username on xbox for the longest time was lady stark and i will allow you to imagine how that often went for me on xbox too that (laughs) oh not my greatest decision making ever But I was Lady Stark for a long time. And even in Destiny, you know, you get that. You don't get it as much, I've noticed. I will say there's a sizable community of women who play Destiny. And it's not an insignificant number. It still exists, but yes. So with regards to your apology, I appreciate it. I think going forward, it will be more appreciated to simply stand up and call it out when you see it. When it's happening, Even if you're just in a Twitch chat, you know, pile on that asshole who's trying to get on these poor streamers. If people bitch and moan about how women are stealing their views, correct them and say, maybe you're just not interesting, my dude. Yeah. Yeah, because that's usually the truth. All right. Um, We all have to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to have a little topic about handheld systems. But um, I'll just have one more thing to say. Um, speak with your wallets because that's the only way that people actually get heard Uh, and um, there is no excuse for bad behavior absolutely no excuse for bad behavior we'll be back
Welcome back, everybody, and it's time for our topic. This one's going to be a little light because we got so heavy in the last segment, but we're talking about handhelds, specifically uh, maybe handheld PCs or more specifically -er than that. We're talking about the Stream Deck. Um, it is a uh, not a Stream Deck. It's not a Stream Deck. It's a Steam Deck. Uh, it, uh, is specifically made by Valve, uh, to play all your Steam games on the go, kind of like a heavier, thicker Switch. Uh, it has, uh, two track pads, two wonderful, jo uh, joysticks, uh, face buttons, shoulder buttons, uh, pretty substantial 500 gig, uh, SSD in there. If you want to go for the, uh, big boy 600 and something dollar, uh, version, which is honestly the one that I would suggest going for. Um, so we're going to be talking about that and uh, our thoughts on it. I will quickly say, because we are now missing one more NPC, uh, she has work and um, so she needed to go. Katie's not going to be joining us for this topic, but she did let me know her feelings on this. Uh, and basically... Although I thought it was going to be much more cynical than this, uh, she told us that we are just being jaded uh, and we should embrace this um, because it is a good step in, a, in the right direction uh, for where video games can go, um, which is an interesting take considering that she uh, barely plays a Switch and uh, that's totally understandable because she's not really a Nintendo uh, person. But uh, yeah, um, I don't want to, I don't want to sort of, take over this conversation. So Leonard, I, I want to know, like, where do you stand on this? There are some benefits for sure. Um, and some downsides, uh, it isn't out yet. So we don't know a hundred percent the power and, and how, uh, good this thing is in the real world. We can only judge uh, a product by what actual that product is. Um, but on the face of it, Leonard, wh where are you? Um, personally, I mean, as me being a, a pretty big Nintendo fan, um, I bet a lot of people are thinking, especially how I am thinking just in general, like, oh, he's probably going to say that, like, they took the style in the, of the Switch and he's going to be against it. Personally, I'm kind of like here and there with it. Okay. It's a cool concept. I mean, it definitely is. Like, think about it. You have pretty much Windows 10 but on a Switch-like screen instead of being a laptop. Well... And how it will work intrigues me because I would love to see how it's going to work in the future and what they'll do. But, of course, it's just mainly Steam. Yes. That's all they're giving you. And now for me, it I'm like, okay, cool. Steam is doing what they've, what they've been doing for a while and they're showing us that they're going to continue to do this, which is good. Any company needs to grow, and they need to grow the market somehow. Personally, though, the only thing, the only gripe I really have is, okay, well then, what about Epic? What about the Epic Store? What about Battle.net? What about all these other launchers? Are they going to do the same thing, or are they going to make special consoles? For me, personally, it's not a bad idea. I really like it. I think that more people or more companies should do this. They should get more into the mobile gaming uh, aspect of the companies because Nintendo was the big forerunner of it all. And 
What sucks about it is that now Nintendo is kind of doing it, but they're not doing it the same way that um, us growing up in the early 90s and 2000s get to experience anymore. Right. I mean, yeah, Nintendo definitely has a niche in that um, they don't need to push the graphical limits of their Switch uh, because what they're giving you is uh, quality games over and over again uh, on a system that you can take uh, anywhere you go. And they mastered that with the Game Boy, or at least they started that with the Game Boy. They mastered it with the Game Boy Advanced, and then they one-upped themselves with the 3DS uh, after that, and and the uh, well, I guess the DS, and then the 3DS after that. Uh, so they know handhelds, and uh, it's interesting that um, Steam Valve specifically is getting into that uh, market, and I, I am intrigued as to where it will go. Um, but I will reserve my, res- uh, my, uh, uh, opinion until after I ask Jeremy, uh, Jeremy, uh, you, uh, sort of learned about this recently. Um, and, uh, I, I want to know from, from fresh eyes, from the eyes and mouths of babes, uh, how do you feel about this? <sighs> is that, is that a good answer for it? No, uh, yeah, no, it's not bad actually. Um, Okay, so I've just I come from handheld handheld gaming. I started off with a Game Boy and kind of worked my way up. Um, obviously, I have a Switch. I love my Switch. Um, if I can be honest, I genuinely like the concept of it. Um, I personally, I think, and this is just me saying personally, I think TVs and consoles and PCs they're going to become irrelevant. Later on, it's all going to be more about, you know, on the move, handheld. I think that's why the Switch just does so well, because you can undock it and it's right there in your hands. Or if you have the Switch Lite, it's in your hand. You can be on the bus, at work, on your break. So I I genuinely like the idea of the Steam Deck. I, With that being said, from what I've been reading, there are a lot of cons about it. As Leonard said, there is a lot of developers right now with apps. Um, Epic Games is one of them. Um, Xbox with their, uh, oh, Jesus. Oh, Xbox, don't hate me. I know you're watching, you're listening to this podcast. Um, <laughs> they have their streaming as well. Um, Game Pass, haha, yeah, proud of myself. Yep, yep. Um, and Steam Deck, it, it's not running those. And I think it's, 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 it's interesting. Um, I'm also looking at that people are not impressed with the battery life. It's only supposed to have two to eight hours of battery life. Um, <laughs> I'm the kind of person that I'll leave my switch on the side of my bed. <laughs> if I can't fall asleep, I'll just pop it open. And I'll start playing it. Right. Not worry that my switch is going to die. Right. Uh, but with this, just playing, and it even depends on what game you're playing. It's going to clear battery. Right. Right. Um, I'm also reading that the Steam Deck is coming with a dock, very similar to the Nintendo Switch, but sold separately. So I'm curious. I'm curious if it, if it's going to be as powerful handheld than it is docked, because everything that I'm reading has it at 30 frames per second, and the Switch does have it beat, um, especially with their so cool OLED screen. <laughs> Love you, Leonard. <laughs> Um, no, I, I like the concept. I think it's more towards the future. I think the future is handheld. Um, you can copy this podcast and 
played five years down from the road. Everything is going to be handheld. Xbox is going to have a handheld console, and PlayStation Sony is going to have a handheld console. You heard it here first, folks. Um, that's one? my thoughts. Um, okay, okay. Uh, that's not bad. That's not bad. Um, I am more in line with you. Uh, I will uh, say you did mention a handful of companies that you're able to uh, play their games mobile. Stadia. Um, I have played Stadia on my phone and my tablet um, and my laptop outside. Uh, it's not bad. Uh, the phone was a little better. I don't know why that is. Maybe my laptop radio isn't as powerful as my phone radio. That might make a little bit of sense. Uh, I will say Stadia uh, eats the fuck out of my battery. Uh, that's that's just probably true no matter what you're playing. I was playing Into the Gungeon, which isn't that uh, uh, you know strong of a game. It's not that intensive of a game. Um, but I was having fun with it, and it was impressive that I was able to hook up a Xbox controller directly to my phone, and bing, bang, boom, I am playing uh, a game over uh, uh, fucking Google servers. Uh, it's impressive. I just hope Stadia sticks around for the long haul. You can also sort of do the same thing uh, with uh, Sony titles, uh, as long as you're on the same network, um, and or at least you can connect to the network at your house. So that that is nice. Uh, I hope in the future, Jeremy, I'm sure Sony will be making a push, uh, if not for a new Vita or something like that, um, which I'm not sure about. But maybe they'll make a push for more integration with your mobile phone or your, your tablet or your laptop to be able to play. Uh, Sony games uh, on the go, which would be uh, really nice. And yeah, Game Pass does an amazing job of that. And you can play PC games um, on on Game Pass. Um, I just hope their library continues to grow or they make it somehow so that you can play your disc based games uh, on uh, the cloud as well. That would be nice. But now that I'm going to be talking about the Steam um, handheld thing, uh, the fact that it comes with a port or a dock and it is sold separate is a little bit upsetting. I do have a feeling that they will probably be bundling those uh, together either uh, on lunch, on launch, um, or in the future. Uh, because otherwise, why have the feature if you're not giving your player base the opportunity to use it? Um, the other thing that I will say about the uh, uh, handheld is that it does only do Steam which is sort of a disappointment. Uh, I, I have a number, a, a huge number of games on Steam um, that I would love to play on the go. Uh, but I also have a pretty decent number of games on uh, EA uh, Origin and on GOG and on uh, even Epic uh, that I would like to be able to play on the go. Uh, I can do that on my laptop, but if I want uh, a... If I want an on-the-go, handheld, Switch-like uh, experience for my PC games, uh, Steam only gives me a certain amount of games. And at 30 frames per second. And a bad battery life. And I have to use their controller, which I'm not 100% sure of until I get my hands on it. But AMD does have a handheld system uh, called the AYA or the AYA Neo, that's A-Y-A-N-E-O, um, that has an impressive 
uh, six core GPU. Uh, there's a one terabyte uh, SSD on it. Um, it's only seven hundred dollars. It has a cool like uh, old school see-through plastic, a la Game Boy Advanced. Uh, thing going on with uh, uh, LEDs underneath it so you can like change the color of it on the fly. Um, it has a Core i7 uh, that I kind of mentioned. Uh, it's It looks really good. Uh, the most expensive model that it has is uh, 869, uh, which is fantastic. There's also one uh, that I just found out about today. It doesn't look as sleek. It doesn't look as new and fancy and beautiful as the other one. Uh, but it also comes with a Core i7, 16 gigs of RAM, um, which is kind of impressive for a handheld system. Uh, it comes with an uh, Intel uh, uh, GPU. Yes. Can you like? Uh, can you dumb it down? Like, can you put it, can you, because... Uh, okay, yeah, no, I know, I'm, I'm, I'm talking... Does, I'm a console does, player. Exactly, I'm a, I'm a console part. player. Does it make light go boom and red, or, like, like I'm just... Uh, basically, basically, Jeremy, to what he said It was, goes fast. It goes fast and changes colors that are very pretty. It does do both of those things. Um, but, no, uh, <laughs> uh, the processor makes it so that you can... Um, load more onto the computer. The GPU makes it so that you can see the things that are loaded onto the computer. The RAM is basically for video games. It's used for, uh, short term things, uh, menu accessibility, things that you want to happen really fast, uh, uh, in the game. Um, basically menu accessibility. RAM isn't as important in, uh, gaming yet. Uh, it will be in a few years, mark my words. Um, but, all that being said, the two systems that I just mentioned, you can use Windows 10 on. And eventually Windows 11, I'm sure. <gasps> you can use Windows 10 on, which means that I Windows could... Windows 10? That, that means that I could surf the internet, or I could play a game on GOG or Epic, or I could download fucking MP3s or watch YouTube or do all of that on a Switch-sized, quote-unquote... Uh, approximately, um, PC, which is kind of fucking impressive. Granted, the price is not as good um, than as as the Steam is going to be, uh, but, you know, you're paying for feature. Uh, this is a full-fledged handheld PC, whereas the Steam is a Steam. It, that's it. It's a Valve Steam machine. It plays Steam, and it does that. So... Is Steam going to break records with this system? No. Is Steam going to sell a lot? No, nah, I wouldn't say a lot. I'd say a decent amount. Uh, will Steam probably try this again in, I don't know, five to eight years? They'll probably try it again in five to eight years uh, with something a little more fleshed out. I have high hopes for the Steam Deck. I am not personally going to buy one. I have a perfectly good gaming laptop that I am loving uh, and a uh, desktop that I am currently upgrading. So I don't need one. But if you do, get it, please, and tell me, because I want to know, and let me play it. I think that's it. Thank you for, thank you for dumbing it down for me, by the way. I appreciate it. No, no problem, buddy. No problem. You know, uh, in, instead of just, you know, spending like 600 
plus dollars for a, a steam or a, uh, as the kids say, a, a steam. I'm going to start saying that a steam. Yeah. I'm going to call it a steam um, or a, or a mobile PC. You could just buy a backbone for a hundred dollars and be able to use steam game pass Luna stadia. Just a little FYI. It's true. Do you do you know what a backbone is? I'm sorry. I have to I know I have to talk about it. Do you know what a backbone is? I don't know what a backbone is. Please tell me. It is the greatest thing in the entire world. So it's newer. You basically turn your phone into a mobile video game. Um, basically it works on iPhone and Android, I believe. Pretty much and on every it's, phone. It works on every phone. It works on small phones, big phones. And basically, it takes like your plug-in, like to your phone to charge it, and it connects it, and it like extends to like make the size perfect. Like I myself, I have an iPhone 12 Pro Max. It's a big phone. It'll work on my Pro. Um, the backbone it comes with an app that you download, and it gives you the option to play like Xbox Game Pass, like I said, or for the PC gamers, Steam. There's Stadia. There's Luna. I think there's even like Amazon. Oh, Amazon Luna is Amazon. Ha. <laughs> um. And it's absolutely fantastic. It's actually on my wish list on my uh, on my Amazon. Uh, that big fat bonus. I'm gonna get one. I'll let you know how it is. But it's basically the design itself is like a controller. Uh, basically, it's the uh, the cheaper Steam Deck. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So don't okay. spend six hundred dollars. Spend a hundred dollars, and you don't have to worry about Steam rising. Ha <laughs> ha. And uh, oh, the best part is, too, it, it is actually made by, um, it's actually been used by YouTubers. A lot of YouTubers do use it, and they have actually had a really good experience with it. Um, to give you an example, a YouTuber I, I heavily watch, his name is Nanogenics. He does uh, tech videos on his Nanotech channel, um, and he covered the backbone. He actually used Google Stadia with it. Nice. And uh, he played Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2, and... He couldn't believe how clear it is and how easy the backbone made it for it. It's good to know. Glowing review. Hashtag not sponsored. It's sponsored by Mr. Beast, so that means you have to get it. Okay. Yeah, it is sponsored by Mr. Beast, though. Okay, gotcha. Well, uh, that is the end of the podcast, though. Uh, we hope we had uh, at least a little bit of fun uh, during this heavy uh, episode. Um Ooh, okay, uh, you can listen, of course, to our uh, other podcast, our sister podcast, uh, Dazed and Disturbed, uh, and Midnight in the Bay. They are both on the Silver Tongue Audio Network. Uh, if you don't want to look at that, you can go to our D&D podcast, which is a uh, NPC Adventures podcast. Uh, we come out every other week with a heavily uh, uh, produced uh, D&D podcast episode with a couple of the NPCs uh, and our friends uh, from past episodes of the NPCs. Um, and, uh, Leonard, I know you do some things. So, uh, what exactly do you do? I'll tell you what I do. Um, I don't actually have an OnlyFans, so stop making that joke. (laughs) People actually do that for honest work. And personally, in my opinion, do whatever you want. Yes. Uh, but, I do have a Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash gb3ditz. It's not gbdits, it's gbedits. Um, I'm on there pretty much every Tuesday to Friday, uh, basically. Um, got my schedule set up, so Tuesdays are Town Tuesdays. So we do community stuff. I have some friends come on there and 
some of the chat with my other streamer, Cartoons of Cannabis. Uh, we do stream together and we do some games with our communities. Uh, Wednesdays are Weeb Wednesdays. We play a bunch of uh, anime type games. I'm basically doing a playthrough of Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. So nice, definitely nice. check it out. Yep. Thursday is Tandem Thursdays. It's where I bring my idiot brother Yusuf and I. And uh, we basically play games and we have a special game coming up called Operation Tango. So definitely be on the lookout for that. And Fridays are Frantic Fridays. Basically, we just play through a bunch of games or whatever I'm feeling. So definitely check that out. I'm also on a podcast for Dragon Ball Super Dope. You should definitely check them out because they're awesome people. They really know what they're talking about. And we do chapter reviews almost every month, actually every month. So definitely check that out. And he has another uh, podcast called My Hero Academia Super Dope, I believe. Um, you should be able to find it when you type in Dragon Ball Super Dope definitely a 10 out of 10 they basically go over each episode of my hero academia and it's really fun i may be getting in on that soon so definitely check them out i love to hear it i love to hear it they're friends over there that's super dope love those guys good people good people indeed well that's the end of this podcast and as i say at the end of every podcast until next game everybody until next game Silver Tongue Audio.